Let's Be Legendary podcast is a member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts ranging from true crime to nerd culture and convention news, please visit nerdandtie.com. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include fantasy violence, including the use of firearms, adult language, and mature themes, including suggestions of sexual activity. When entering a Fey Lord's realm, keep these rules in mind. Bow to your host. Showing respect is polite. Bring them a gift. A treasure from your realm would please them. Never refuse a dance. Dancing is a tradition that cannot be broken. But most importantly of all, beware who you make an enemy. I will not even give him the sound of my voice. This is the Feywild West. Let's be legendary. talking like just sand or there any rocks sand and sand the next time you talk to the undertaker you tell him thank you <gasps> oh thanks dad <laughs> <laughs> i just realized what the board was for <laughs> okay but what would we what would happen if we tried to open the door in the in the sand it wouldn't stay there's nothing for it to latch onto Oh. We would be. Oh. <laughs> Tell him thank you. I did, I did, I did. <laughs> and then we'll lay down too. <laughs> okay, so we keep going. Because the horses are not used to this sort of train, I'm kind of being hypervigilant with mm-hmm. them. Okay. Horses are actually really delicate, and if they're not used to this sort of train, they're not camels. They're gonna, like. Mm. It just takes one slip, you know, and they could get really hurt. So, like, we get on top of a sand dune and we stay on top of it. Like, no going down or whatever. And I'm keeping them at a very easy pace. Okay. I cast Speak with Animals. Mm -hmm. And I tell them, if at any time you guys are starting to get dehydrated, I need you to stop dead and, like, stamp your hook to let us know that you need to drink. So, So then we can bring them back in the house and let them cool down. Because they're not used to this. They're used to desert weather, but they're not used to this type of desert weather. Yeah. That same goes for Cortez. Your pace slows significantly, but you continue a steady pace southward. Oh, I bet this place is pretty at night. We'll find out. Night comes. It's just silent sand and starry sky. Not a cloud in sight. It's been six days since we left. Hmm. Okay. I need to run. Do you want me to come with you? If you'd like. You should set the horses up first. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just plank of wood. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So. <laughs> so I dig that plank of wood, like, into the, uh-huh. you know, into the ground and make it steady. Mm-hmm. And then. Yeah. Open it up. Yep. <laughs> it warped space around, just opening up beyond the space of the narrow plank of wood. Yep. But yeah, it opens up. All right, I put them in. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been bad. We would have been dumping out the bag of holding like, shit, what can we put this on? I'm sure there's something in here, but... I'm sure. Where's that book? Yeah. <laughs> Tiny book. Just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. So uh, I get the kids dinner and... Put the horses away and make sure they're all... And then I need to run. You coming? If you'd like me to come. You want to ride? Or you want to fly? I don't think I'd like to fly. Race you. I shift into big doggo form. I give you an head stout. And while you're looking at me like that, I take off. <laughs> <laughs> I race. Alrighty. 
charging off into the dunes, sand collapsing under your paws. Oh, I, I cast light on Plank. Uh-huh. In case we get lost. That's actually probably a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is yeah. actually a very yeah. good idea. And we run around and I commune with my deities. I have three, four now. I'm racking them up. Four of the seven. Uh, actually, I stop in the middle of the playing and and let out a really, and I'm in direwolf form, I let out a really low howl into the desert. See what comes back. Far off in the distance, you only hear one. But you hear this howl that has this like higher pitch to it. Hello? Coyote? Mm, probably coyote. There's nothing out here. Wow. Yeah, there's nothing. We should head back. Yes. Oh, shit. Oh, there it is. All the way over there. <laughs> Just direct me. Yeah, okay. Let me fly back. Yep. <laughs> Home sweet plank. Yeah, we go head to bed. Okay. Selena's not sleeping. At all? She's trying not to. You spend a good chunk of the night and toss and turn, and you just feel like something, something is looking at you from over by the door. But you look, and there's nothing. You just keep going back, and it's nothing. It's nothing. There's nothing there. I get out of bed. I go downstairs to the living room and just sit. But I'm so tired. You eventually do fall asleep on the couch. Okay. No dreams. At least none that you remember I'm waking. I follow her scent downstairs. She's curled up on the couch. Hey, honey. What? What? Hey. It's morning. Oh. Already? Yeah. Couldn't sleep? Something like that. It's time to get up. Uh, Gotta keep moving. Yeah, I'm up. I'm up. You can just say we keep going. Mm-hmm. Okay, for a week. Week. You continue southward. The days at the house go by pretty well. Jareth seems to be in good spirits as the days go by, and he seems to be confidently doing his homework and getting better at doing his makeup quickly and not doing it multiple times. Um, we've had a talk with Talden within that week and okay. asking for progress reports. Just keeping an eye on yeah. that sort of thing. Talden says that Jareth has been a lot more socially active recently, as, f- as far as they can tell. Uh-huh. Hanging out with uh, a fairly consistent group of friends that they've seen around. And they seem... It's weirdos like him. Yeah, weirdos like him. Yeah. There is a human kid of the group, but he seems to be kind of like a token human. <laughs> Jareth's managed to find another tiefling that's attending a school... A tabaxi, a half-orc. Yeah? What Talden is fairly certain is actually the one full-blooded elf that is actually attending at the academy. Oh. A tabaxi, a half-orc, an elf, and the other, another tiefling. Yep, and the token human. And the token human. Yep. And they seem to just be doing, you know, teenage kid things, hanging out in the market areas, going out to eat playing games, that kind of thing. So, it's... Uh, it's about morning. Uh, how far away is the full moon? It's tonight. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, I'm really restless then. And Celine's not in bed. She's... she in the bathroom? No. Um, I go downstairs. Is she down there? Yeah, she's there. As you come in to the kitchen, she looks up like she's been waiting for you. Ominous. And in front of her is a potion bottle. You know it's a potion bottle because one, it's in a... It's got that Rivari brand on it. And it's purple and sparkly and, right, right, and right. It, it has kind of that you know, it smells like a potion. And right, yeah, it's right. got Rivari's little stamp on it. Got it. Morning. Morning. How long have you been up? What time is it? Oh, it's about, uh, what, seven? Yeah, I usually get up around seven. Yeah, yeah, about seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, a bit. A bit. And uh, what, pray tale is that? I sit down across from you. Oh, that? The point is a potion bottle. Yes, that. 
Flint smiles. It's a potion. Well, it's for you. For me. Oui? What does it do? Celine, again. You can tell she's up to something. She's, yeah, she's got that look on her face that just says, like, shit poster all over. Yeah. Shit poster. <laughs> it's that face. Dear, dear Twitter, do you think horses get restless leg syndrome? <laughs> oh, yeah, there was definitely something up. And Celine is making no attempt to hide it. She is up to something and she wants you to know about it. Only one way to find out, isn't there? Unless you can identify it by scent or visuals or scent or something. No, that is a bit beyond me. It smells like Ravari's shop. Then there's only one way to find out. You want me to just drink it? You're not scared, are you? Ah! Alright, roll for stupid. Nat one. That's this bodes well for the rest of the day. Oh my god, did you roll that one? Yeah. So, all right, Talia. Oh my god. Nods, grabs it, and just downs it. The minute you do that, actually do that. All the mischief looks at Selena. Like, oh, we are this, this playful mischievous looks at Selena. It vanishes. Did you? Why did you do that? You told me to. And you said it was fu- you, you dared me to! Yeah, but I didn't think you actually were going to do it! <laughs> Look at the DM. <laughs> help me. <laughs> <laughs> she can't help you! <laughs> hey, 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 Talia. Make a constitution saving throw. No. No. Oh my god, I can't believe I I You I, told me to take it! Uh, yeah, but I thought that you made you might have some common sense this and said I thought you I thought well, no, but I <laughs> I, I I hope that, uh, um... What was that roll? Five. No, it's not poison, but I thought, you know, you would ask me some questions about it first. You wouldn't just I go... asked you what was in it, and yeah. you said yeah. you just had to drink it to find out. Well, yeah, but I thought you would, you know, again, common sense. I what was, was it, Celine? Um... Uh, it's about at this moment that you feel you really need to go to the bathroom. So you might... I'll be right back. You okay? She stands up and runs upstairs to their bathroom. There's more space in there. (laughs) And goes to... Is it number one, number two? What end end is it coming out of? Yeah, which end is it coming out of? It... Bottom somewhere. (laughs) You can't tell it's coming out all ends. Yeah. All you know is if you do not... Get to the bathroom now. Things are going to be a problem. She runs to the bathroom. You go to the bathroom. What did you do? And um, there's uh, something extra between your legs. Like what sort of extra thing between my legs? Uh, Like about an extra eight inches. Uh, check the rest of me. All your scars are still there. Uh, the binding is a bit flatter than usual. And uh, your hourglass figure isn't so much there. Hair is a bit shorter. Jawline is still killer, though. Celine? How does she sound? Sounds a bit deeper. Celine? Yeah? Get in here now! Did it work? I've been outside the bathroom because in case something, you know, bad happened with the potions that... Anyway, Talia's eyes are, like, this fucking, like, huge, like, saucer size, and is, like, staring at you. Her hands not touching the newly formed thing between her legs, but definitely, like, drawing attention to it. Okay, okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on, on. Okay. First of all, this is not my fault. No, 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 wait, 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 w
But you, you couldn't have told me. I was getting to like I said downstairs. I thought you would. I was, I was being. I thought I was being perfectly clear about that. This is going to be, you know, a fun thing that I'm going to tell you. Oh, you should link it. And I thought you would be like, no, of course not. That's stupid. Why would I do that? Tell me what it is and ask me some questions first. And you know, we we would have like this playful back and forth. And then I would tell you what it was and why it it was. But then you drank it. You just drank it without asking any questions aside from what is it and and I thought if it was anything major, you would have had the decency to tell me. I thought it was something that made you fought a lot. <laughs> like I thought you'd start another prank wall with the look on your face. <laughs> this is I'm sorry, that was Megzi. <laughs> I put a pin in that because that's a really funny idea. No 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 stay 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 focused. Why did you give this to me? Why? What what was the point? Well, okay, I was going to, again when I saw this going. So this was one of those things I was going to cover up when I when I saw this. How was this went down in my head? It, anyway, okay, you 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 pictured this being a lot more sexy. Instead, you came off as a bit more pranky. It was supposed to be kind of like sexy pranky at the same time. Yeah, you failed. Celine looks like she wants to take issue with that, but doesn't. So you found my potion and decided to feed Your it. potion? Yeah. I mean, most of Ravari's potions look exactly the same, so I can't. What do you mean your potion? The one you found, obviously. I bought one. You bought one? No, no, I bought that. No, I... Oh, where's the bag? I go looking in the bag of holding and sure enough, pull out mine. Okay, this and like haste look exactly the same. Maybe she yeah, should. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe you, she should use you, some different you, dyes. You, you, so while the, the potions themselves do look identical, the special one has a, an additional marking on it that marks it as a backroom potion. Ah, I see. So this one, are... The one says as an H on it and the other one has a D on it. Yes, well, when you're... I don't actually like look through the bag of holding. I just say I need this and it comes out. I, I bought one for your birthday. It was supposed to be a surprise. Oh, well, that's very, that's extremely sweet. And I really appreciate that, but I won't be ovulating on my birthday. What? Okay, so in order to do what we want to do with this potion, I need to. It's 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 weird how these things work, but when when you have when you if you want to have a baby, you Celine. I know what ovulation is. You want to be pregnant. Well, it's something we've been talking about. We've and, been talking about it. We haven't decided anything. And again, in that imaginary conversation that I had with you, that didn't happen because you drank the potion right away. Again, not my fault. <laughs> Yes, that, okay, in retrospect, very poorly planned out and I should have known better, and I, Celine looks like, you know when you have a really cool idea and it just, you, in your head, it sounds like such a f cool idea, it's gonna go great, and then it just fucking falls on its face. Mm -hmm. That's why she's looking very disappointed, not just in the situation, but just in herself, like, why did I think this was a good idea? Oh, poor baby. Look, yes, I want to, I want to have a baby with you. I've wanted that for months now, for longer than that, probably. But I also, I thought, you know, it's going to be a full moon tonight and I'm going to be ovulating now. And it was seemed like a perfect time. And I, I really, I, I really am sorry. This went so much better in my head than it did in real life. And if, if there's something you do, if it's something, if it's something you don't want to do, I would, would uh, protection from poison clear this up? Dispel magic? A dispel magic would definitely do it. I can probably get you back to your normal body with dispel magic or protection from potion po protection from potions that's what you need from me <laughs> actually a greater restoration would definitely clear it oh greater restoration or something 
I don't want to do anything unless you want to as well. Celine, it's not that I don't want to have a kid with you. I would, I would love to have a kid with you. Celine smiles. It's just right now, it seems like bad timing. Celine gets a little bit of that mischievous look back in LA. Talia, I don't think, sees that because she's trying to make a point. <laughs> so what would be a good time then? Well, I mean, we've got miles of desert in front of us mm-hmm. and miles behind us. We're on the road of trying to kill someone. Celine sits on the counter. Go on. We're trying to track down a criminal. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be extremely dangerous. We're about to go into a district we've never been in. Mm-hmm. Celine takes off our jacket. Keep going. <laughs> I'm listening. And our lives are just chaotic right now. Mm-hmm. She crosses her legs. Talia's eyes move to that direction. Yeah. It's just right now is... Our lives are way too chaotic right now. We've got way too much going on. And I just, I don't know if you want to go into the next nine months. Celine bites her lip. What would be a good time then? What? What would be a good time then? Later. 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 Yeah. Celine unbuckles one of our gouter straps. Like when? Not in the desert, maybe? Hmm. We live in a desert. I mean, technically we live in the astral plane. Oh, you're right. Better watch out for Star Wars. MG unbuckles your other character belt. I can't believe you're making me do the meme music during this. <laughs> can't you? <laughs> it seems like a perfect time for it, honestly. <laughs> Lean glances down. You okay? Me? Me? I'm just... Hello. Wow, that just, um... That just pops right up. It... Nothing. Just... No warning. Just boom. Celine rolls one of her stockings down. I mean, think practically about this. Talia's trying not to look. Practically. Mm-hmm. You being pregnant at this exact time is probably not the best idea because we are about to... Like I said, enter a new area, which we have no understanding of what's going to go on there. Celine uncrosses her legs and crosses them the other way. Later, then. Yeah, yeah, later. Later is, um... Wow, all the blood just really does just drop down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, trouble. You need a minute to figure out how worlds work again. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. As fun as it is to mess with you on your Lexus, and it is very fun. Thanks. You're welcome. If this is something you don't want, because there is no good time for this time, with the life so we lead. I guess I just wish that we weren't heading into an unknown situation, but... You're right. There is no good time. Are you saying that with your head or? Honestly, I can't tell anymore. But, but it comes down to, I would love to make a baby with you. Celine smiles at that wedding. Well then. So, uh, I forgot. How long is this thing supposed to last? That one lasts 24 hours. I hope you wait. I did. Talia picks her up. <laughs> takes her to the bedroom. And locks the door. So. <laughs> sleep at one point happens throughout. I, I'm, I'm sure it happens, and then you know, more stuff happens, yeah, it's, and then it's, sleep it's, happens it's, again. It's kind of like like intermittent naps between rounds, really. I wake up after that 24 hours fucking exhausted. Me too. And have I transformed back? Yep. <sighs> ah, the boobs are back. <laughs> I look over at you, smile. 
Well, if we ever do that again, because I have another one. And my best day is next week. I don't know if I could... No, let's make that a once a year thing. I'll give you a look. That was a lot. Yeah? Yeah. We haven't done that since we met. Yeah? <laughs> Maybe twice a year. No, no. You said my, my best day. How about next time you take it? That was, that was an idea. <laughs> it's the next day, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I finally get out of the of the bedroom. Do you get a good red day? enough sliding yesterday. Yeah, we have to keep going though. So if you're staying here, I'm gonna. No, no, I get up. I get oof. Maybe you should stay. In no, here. no, 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 no. You took one. I know, I know. Not just one. Oh, How about we just, I'll just get the horses ready, and you get ready. Then you do this more often. Yeah, how about we don't? That literally took a lot out of me. <clears throat> I know. So I waddle downstairs <laughs> because I'm pretty sure I'm not standing right. <laughs> it's like all this, like, it's like when you like have a really hard, like, like, Leg day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. That was one hell of a leg that day. That was one yeah. hell of a fucking leg day. I, I am just laying in bed like I'm not getting out of bed. That and the full moon just happened, so I just burned off a bunch of energy. I... Yeah, so like we're both like, whoa. Okay, so Celine gets up sore. Really sore. Tell you I had a shower. A very long shower. So I the can... horses don't judge her. <laughs> <laughs> How long are you in that shower? Probably long enough that you can come in and share. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 We literally just got done. Okay, we eventually get out of the shower. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll go out to the stables. Okay. Get the horses ready. Well, as you get out to the stable, Huerte, Ollie, Cortez, and socks are ox socks the cat yeah yeah what they're, they're they're all out there the cat never goes in the barn they're all out there they're all out there and they're all just looking at you as you come out like they were having a meeting about us um i look at muerte <laughs> he just snorts she goes over to him, tugs him to like look at her. Mm -hmm. If you say one word, no carrots. Cortez squawks at you. I can't control that one, but you, you and I, you and I do the two fingered pointing at the eyes. Not a word. You understand? Can you speak with animals? You could tell him this, you know. No, I don't want to hear what he's going to say. <laughs> That's very smart. <laughs> he chuffs and, like, shakes his mane and... That's what I thought. Yep. <laughs> Get them ready for a long day of riding. Go to find Talia. Not with the horses. Oh. Not looking at Worthy, because he knows how to judge me with his eyes. So, uh, Iteka is a silver raven. Dr. Mila, how long until I know that it worked. Send it off. Ready to go? Mm hmm? All right, let's go. Are you? Yep. I'm good, let's go. Off we go, into the woods, into the desert. It's the desert, we're in the desert. It's, um, it's gonna be a good day. So off we go again. All right, uh, make a survival check, Talia. Doesn't have anything to do with what happened last night, does it? No. Okay, go. <laughs> No, like that I refuse. <laughs> Just checking. 14 plus 7. 21. So keeping on top of the dunes, you've been heading down this way for more than 10 days now. When finally you see it. Off in the distance, on the horizon, this sparkling light reflecting the bright desert sun. It's this beacon of light on top of jagged spike of a mountain. Do you see that? Yeah. Wanna fly up and see what that is? Sure. I do so. Okay. Make a perception check. 15. Flying up, getting a better angle at it, looking, 
it's so bright that it's at this distance it's still actually blinding you just to like what's around it but you think you see structures built up and down the mountain and buildings around the base it looks to be a city a large city larger than an airpike fly back down what is it loot go lane <laughs> no i explain what i saw oh first sign of civilization i suppose so <clears throat> all right do you know how far away it was Alright, let's keep going. We've been on the road how long? Uh, just about two weeks. We haven't heard from James in a while. You want me to go scare them? No. Why not? He's really easy to scare. I know. I just have to stand there. Alright, you're gonna give him an early fucking heart attack. Think so? <laughs> you worried? Yeah. About him? Yeah. I know he's busy, so try not to be... I don't know. It was different when he was when it was DMP. He wasn't surrounded by everybody actively hostile. Now it seems like he's got nothing but hostile. He's fine, he can take care of himself. Mm-hmm. I hope. So as long stop as he eats. worrying. I can't help it. So we head towards that city. Okay. As you get closer, you come across a strange kind of farmland along the very outskirts of the city. This ring of irrigated ground that has small channels of water flowing through, feeding to various plots of land with vegetation actually growing. Aquafowls. Yeah. And you see people going around, some along the banks of these aquifers, Some people are actually, like, stepping out in between the rows of the irrigation with poles on their feet. Just carefully stepping from row to row. Looks like they're picking crops using a long hooked stick and a basket. As you get closer, you realize the top pinnacle that's on top of this, again, very... To call it a mountain... It's not a mountain... Because it's too narrow. It's not even really a mesa. It's like a spire? It's like, yeah, a spire. It's this tall stone spires, a couple of them, sticking up out of the desert with structures clinging to the side of it, like moss almost. And on top of the tallest and centermost spire is this structure that is made completely from glass. Mmm. Is that what what was reflected? Yeah. But as you make your way around the outskirts to find the road in, there's just lots and lots of movement. People coming out into these farmlands, harvesting food, bringing it in on these small, very shallow rafts. And they're bringing it up these small streams back in towards the city. I'm, I'm sure you've caught on to the aesthetic of this outer area, but it, it feels like very, like, Egypt, Egypt. on the Nile. That's totally yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Where's the body of water, though? Is that, like, where does it, where's it starting? You can't see from here. Everything looks like it's flowing outward from the city, though. Okay. And you manage to find your way around what is a road coming in to a main city gate that stands open, and high walls go off to either side that end right about where the aquifer begins. But they they start there and then come in towards this gate. There are several, like, hundred people coming and going. And it is bigger than and Airpike? It is bigger than Airpike. Wow. Um, Just hundreds of people are crowding this gateway. You see several guards standing next to the gate, keeping an eye on people, and a couple are, like, stopping people as they come in and then letting them pass. How is the general reaction to us? Yeah, really. Well, it takes till about you guys get to the gates for anybody to actually really take notice of you. You approach the gate, and three guards step up and halt you. One of them looks up at you, has one bright orange eye, and 
one normal brown eye. He looks up at you. What brings you to Kalkanar? We're bounty hunters on the trail of fugitive. And if you have any sort of official law individuals, if you could point me in that direction, I would love to speak to them. And the guards look back and forth. Fugitives from District 1. Sir? You must need speak with our captain. We'd be happy to. I look forward to it. Should we wait here, or is there a direction you could point us? The one with the orange eye says, Follow me. I shall take you into the city. Your Just... name, sir? My name is Jolnar. We are very appreciative. Uh, my name is Talia Argent Gray, and my partner and wife, Celine Argent Gray. The gentleman nods. Very well. Follow me. We do. He leads your horses through the crowded streets down a couple of side streets into this massive city. And as you come into it, there is so much life here. After the vast emptiness of the desert, just the amount of life that is here is startling, amazing. Overwhelming. Houses here look to be made from almost no wood. They are either made from compacted sand or dug out stone. Glass? Sandstone? Sandstone. You don't see any glass buildings here. Or you don't even see any like glass in the windows here. Mm. Like actually some of the wood you see, it's on the nicer looking buildings as shutters. Oh. oh. I'm guessing they saved all the wood for the furniture in the house. I guess we'll find out. I suppose, yeah. You are led to a nicer looking building that has a very official looking sign on the front door that you can just barely read as captain of the guard. It is still common, but the inscription actually reminds you a bit more of Orcish. Okay. The door is open and you are led into what appears to be, it kind of resembles a constable station, but it more resembles like a sheriff's station. Right. And there are a couple of guards coming and going, but you're led to the back where this one individual is sitting at a heavy wooden table. This individual, they have a completely shaved head, pointy ears, maybe half elf, a couple of heavy scars across their face. The guard that's with you snaps to attention and salutes. Captain Selra, these individuals, looks Celine up and down a bit with the wings. I look back at you and look you up and down without the wings. <clears throat> I tip my hat, not that anybody's paying attention to me. <laughs> Came in through the front gate saying that they are bounty hunters looking for fugitives from District 1. I brought them here to report to you to avoid conflict. Uh, yeah, we're not looking for conflict. They lift a hand at ease. Jolnar stands at ease. Hello, I am Captain Selra. Pleasure to meet you. Miss... Your names are? This is Celine Argent Gray, the Wander in White. My name is Talia Argent Gray. I am the Iron Reaper. Mm. And uh, may I ask what authority you bring with you to be bounty hunting in this area? Well, I didn't know I needed any authority in District 1, which is where we are from. We were previously members of an organization, but no longer and we simply just went after bounties. This one is a fugitive of the state. Is Brown, yes? That would be the one. We have received word via airship. We are looking for him. Have you found him? The desert is wide and deep. And we are here to land both eyes and feet on the ground. And if there's something that I need to get in order to be official, in District 3 as a bounty hunter, I'll be more than happy to do so. This is good. Most bounty hunters from District 1 do not come to be eyes and feet. They come to be mouths. And we have plenty of mouths to feed. I don't doubt that. And we honestly are not here to uh, step on any toes or ruffle any feathers or do anything outside of laws pertaining to District 3. 
I simply am after a fugitive of the state to bring him back to Airpike. And again, if there's anything we need to do to become official, or anything we need to do to pertain any warrants? Helmet? Permits? What do what what do we he'll start with this? What do we need to do to bounty hunt in District 3? Well, first of all, you do not bounty hunt in this city. What if our bounty happens to be in the city? If your bounty happens to be in this city, then they are subject to the law of this city and the unlaw of this city. What is the unlaw? You have never been to District 3. I'm no, sorry. we have not. We have not. My next stop was going to be someone who could explain to me what the laws are here. But if you're willing to inform me, you're not too busy. Unlaw cannot be discussed here. Why not? Because it is not law. But you speak of it, yeah? Nonetheless? Yes, but I think it's because they are the law, so they don't speak of unlaw for reasons. Weird custom. Okay. So, by the law. By the law. Any fugitive from another district is to be detained, questioned, and tried by our customs here in the capital of Kalkanar. And is there a bounty for a in this city? There is no bounty, because no bounty hunters may hunt here. It is for the guard to find and arrest him if he is within the city. I'm confused. If you have to try him here for something that he's not... If he is found guilty here, we send him to District 1. So you... If you catch him here, you wait until you get the evidence to convict him before... Before he is extricated? (laughs) Wait for evidence. Guilt here is not determined by evidence. At least not for those who have coin. Then how do you determine guilty, then? Usually, by whoever suits the city judge. And who is the city judge? One of the city judges, I should say. Okay, then what do they base it on? They just smile. You will not do well in this city. I suppose not. Are you saying there's a chance that if Brown is found here, that some arbitrary opinion can get him off? It is hardly arbitrary. Oh shit! Ten of swords? Yeah. Then what is it based on if you're not looking for evidence? They give a kind of wicked smile. Your pocketbook. Well then, who do I pay? You may pay me here. Good, deliver Leroy Brown. We do not have him. Well then, I'll tell you what, the moment you find him, I will pay. And you just hand him over to me, we'll be done. Hmm. You wish to know of Allah. If that's another rule, then yes. Meet me tonight at the Dancing Dragon. Dancing Dragon, what time? After the city gate closes. Very well. Is there anything we should know while in this city? Aside from don't be dumb. Your wings. Yes, with that, sir. Cover them. Cover them. Why? Lift a glance upwards, like towards the ceiling. Someone could take interest. What do you mean by that? Who might take notice? People with very very deep pocketbooks. They make a dismissive motion. Jolnar snaps to attention and leads you two back out. How am I supposed to cover all my wounds? I need to get you a cloak or something. I'm afraid of people with deep pockets. Not necessarily afraid of people with deep pockets either. But for now, I want to try and keep a low profile. Hmm. I don't want him to get too much wind. And I really want to know what this unlaw is. Don't like this. What's there to like? Nothing. Exactly. Clothing store around. Following the flow of people, you actually managed to find your way to an open market. 
lots of vendors shouting wares, and you manage to find a place selling robes and cloaks and desert travel wear. It's either this or wear um, your hat. Mm. What you want to do? It's just for a little while. I will wear a cloak. Okay. So you guys have four or five hours before sundown. I think we're just going to... Are horses allowed in the street? Oh, yeah. I kind of want to just wander around. I want to find out where the dancing dragon is. Okay. And then just wander around the immediate area, just getting out of the field. I know how Air Pike works. And I know how that district works. I'm not aware of how this district works or how its people work. So I want to get a good idea to just wander around, people watch, take in smells, take in sights, take in what people are talking about, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Just get a, a general feel. I'm not looking for specifics. Okay. Just trying to feel the rhythm of this particular city, mm-hmm. I suppose. Go ahead and make me perception checks, both of you. 25. <laughs> Nope. So, Celine, you're just too uncomfortable adjusting to the cloak, trying, like, it, it's sitting weird on your wings, and you're just adjusting it, trying to get it to sit right. Talia, as you're going about, you're noticing a lot. You thought Airpike was crowded. The press of people here is absurd. Keep a hand on the bag. As you're going up and down the streets, these narrow streets are barely wide enough to fit two horses down side by side in some places. In others, they widen out into like these small little courtyards with a well. Then again, in others, they narrow to a point where you have to like squeeze the horses through. And as you're going, you're seeing people and families are living in these houses that are stacked on top of each other. Yeah, with, with that check, with in one case, you s- clearly see what looks to be a family of six people living in a space that can't have more square footage than, like, 20 by 40. Six people, that's their living space. Some even smaller. Does Airplake have this kind of poverty? No, and from what you're seeing, you're not even sure if this is what the city calls poverty. It's just a thing. It's just what happens. It's just what happens. Everybody here, people seem in good enough spirits. Like, mm-hmm. And the streets, despite being crowded, are clean. People are cheerfully talking to, to each other. And even uh, the guards that are making their way up and down the street or standing at post, people hail them as, as if they know them. Mm-hmm. And you see men and women coming back from the from the harvesting fields or from deeper in the city coming back after long day's work as you're like looking like asking around for the dancing dragon you catch something out of the corner of your eye along the rooftops following you now for about three blocks a person their face covered following you along the rooftop Cast message. We're being followed. Where? On the rooftop. I look up. Do I see it? Where on the rooftop? I just ducked behind a pillow. Do you want me to send Cortez up? He can do it quietly. He can do it quietly. He's a crow. Alright, go for it. Okay. Uh, I go into Cortez's body mm-hmm. and he flies up. Okay. From an aerial view, the man is quite visible. He's dressed in black and his face covered. Okay, so I'm describing this because I can speak, right? Mm-hmm. I just can't hear. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I'm like her horse. So. Yeah. You're warging. Yeah. 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 But yeah, you see this individual jumping rooftop to rooftop, keeping pace with you, but always managing to like find a ledge or something to hide behind to keep just out of sight from the street view. Can Cortez get any, a better look at them? Yeah, fluttering down close. I make a stealth check for Cortez. Ah, uh, 16. 16? He manages to get down pretty close without the person knowing. And you actually catch a glint of fire orange eye. Mm-hmm. Is it the same height and build as the other mm-hmm. orange eye person? Okay. Yep. Can I feel anything through my body, through my own body? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you feel, okay. yeah. Yeah. So I say, squeeze once if you want me to keep following. Squeeze twice if you want me to come back. I squeeze once. 
Okay. We keep going through the, through the streets. At just about sundown, you actually, given the instructions you were given on the street, you've come to the Dancing Dragon, which looks to be a decent-sized inn made of the same sandstone as the rest, but it actually, this is the one building you've seen that it has glass panes in the windows. Ah, okay. Um, I squeeze your hand twice. Is that guy still following us? Yeah, what is yep. Just. Oh yeah, the guy's been following you the entire way. Okay. Just yeah. keeping distance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Come back out of Gautes and I tell him to come back to me. Can I can I catch a glimpse of the guy? Make another perception check. Nineteen plus six. Yep. Am I close enough to cast a message? What's the range on that? One hundred and twenty feet. Yeah, you definitely be within range. I cast message. If there's something you want to know, you could just come down here and ask us, and you can reply to this. But try harder next time. Did you just message that guy? Yep. What did you say? I told him if he wants to know something, he should get his butt down here and ask us some questions. You know, I'm, I'm really to, you know tired. I'm trying to stay out of trouble. I haven't flicked anybody out. I know, and I'm not trying to freak him out either, but he's obviously following us for a damn reason. Well, maybe you should just leave him alone. Say his own wife speak. You see a glint of orange eye, and the message comes back. Go inside for your meeting. Talk to you later. <laughs> and then, can I see him? Yeah, sure. Then the voice says, and is he a bad? So we go inside. I am on high fucking alert, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, so really I've actually... high alert. Wrapped... I've actually wrapped my wings out on my middle. Because mm-hmm. they, they function just like arms, as yeah. far as the mechanics go. So I'm trying to make my back look flatter. Oh, okay, yeah. So I'm actually trying to wrap them around myself. Yep, okay. I am on high alert. This might be a trap. And I'm upset. Preemptively. (laughs) And if it is, then it's going to get real fucking bloody in this bitch. But anyway, all right. I hope so. So uh, we walk in. What's it like? Like the street outside, inside here is packed. Lots of calling and shouting and drinking and laughing. There's music playing and this constant just waft of smoke and colors just assaults you. But through all of it, you manage to see the captain sitting in a dark corner booth. I would like to take this moment to recognize this this is a classic D&D moment of somebody we have to meet in a dark corner. Ooh, ooh. Let's go talk to the, the bartender. Oh, instead of the dark Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so go to the bar. May I have two glasses of sparkling water. Mineral water. Carbonated water. Soda water. Whatever you call it down here. Sand water? Wow. Everything is made of sand. Maybe the water is too. I don't think that's how that works, but okay. The woman gives you a look and gives you two cups of water. Good enough. That'll be three silver. I give her three silver. Yeah, wait, wait. Three silver for water? High commodity. I can create this stuff. Why would I? Never mind. Okay. Pay up this three silver. So, you head over to the corner booth. No. Yes. With our water. Although I'm not drinking it, just in case. Captain? Hey, Nod. You come, good. Well, yeah. <laughs> Jolnar says you saw him on the roof. Yeah, well, nah, he's not that stealthy. I mean, I'm sure he is for people who aren't trained to look at that sort of thing. But the Undertaker sees everything. So you were going to tell us about this unlaw. The unlaw is what you would call, I believe in your district, the criminal enterprises. Ah, okay. The unlaw has uh, nearly as much say in our day-to-day as the law. Okay. Talia looks really confused and slightly annoyed. When law can be bought with gold, unlaw needs to step in to deal with honor. I see. So the unlaw deals in justice and fairness, while as the law deals with 
Who's got the bigger pocketbook? Not nearly so clean cut. Nothing ever is. So what do you suggest we do? Find someone in the unlaw? You have found someone in unlaw. You are also of the law. And unlaw. I cannot speak of unlaw. Well working law. Okay. I want Leroy Brown. How do I get him? He is not here. He's not in the city? They shake their head. He was here. But not under that name. Do you know what name he was under? Clemens. An original I know. <sighs> do you know how long ago he was here? Four months. He was here four months? Four months ago. That was literally like right after. Was there any place that he was headed or? He left same day we received requests from Airpike to detain him. Which tells me that he has very deep pocketbooks. He does. Extremely deep. So he is not here. Which is better for you. Because that means I can go get him. Just so. Is there something I need to have to bounty hunt in District 3? As long as it's not here? No. Fair enough. Word of warning, though. Watch yourself this night. Why? You walk brazenly in straight wearing wings. And my cloak on. Not coming in. Such oddities are sure to be noticed by those in glass houses. I pull one cow. You read signs. I listen to them. What do they tell you? That I should not trust you. You should not. Why don't you tell me what you want? Hmm. Tell me what you want. Or I'll force it out of you. Celine. I want justice to be done in my city. But for justice to be done, one must have deep pocketbooks. My pockets are shallow. So you want money? I need more than money. I need friends. And at that moment, five individuals from the inn stand up and begin to approach you. Three of them starting to bear swords. You haven't heard of the Reaper and the Wander and White, have you? What's to know? Two new freaks off the street. Soon to be shows in the glass houses. Tally looks over at Celine and smirks. You get the one behind you. We both stand up at the exact same time. Turn around. I shoot every single one of them except for the last one, which you can get. You could get Sacred Flame Flare. And then immediately as we turn back around, I point both my guns at him. This all goes down. You turn around. Jickle Sphinx! Gesundheit. You chose the wrong friends. Stand up. Hands up and stand up. They put, they put their hands up and stand. You, you could not do this. Can't do what? I don't know what you're referring to. Defending ourselves? You cannot defy them. Defy who? You cannot defy the lawmakers. Is that who was left after us just now? Answer me or I will force it out of you. The lawmakers, they live in the glass houses. I send them gifts. They make sure I have pocketbooks to send away those who do wrong. Well, unfortunately, I don't fancy being a gift. And considering I don't get two shits, if you get money or not, how about you just tell me which way Leroy Brown went? And we'll be out of your ridiculous little city. I do not know. I cast on a truce. Let's try that again. You do not know. East. But... Oh, it's just the east. Must be a trend. Hmm. 
Well, thank you very much for all of your information. And uh, even though you assumed that we would be dead by the end of it, it really has helped out quite a bit. And if he's not here, then there's really no reason for us to stay. Do me a favor. Say hello to the Undertaker for me. And I take out Mary and shoot him. They crumple to the ground. Welcome to District 3. Oh, so the rest of the bar. Oh, the rest of the bar is in utter, like, panic and chaos. And people are just, like, clearing the fuck out of your way. How much time do I have to go through this guy's pockets? I can buy you some time. You can make an investigation check. Guidance. 14 plus 17. Quickly rifling through his pockets, you find a badge of office. You find an old, like an old style pistol. Flintlock tech level almost. Mm. Is it in good condition? Very nice, like pristine. Good. A sort of ornamental silver dagger, 15 gold pieces, and a sealed letter. Does it have anything on it? The wax seal has the shape of a faceted diamond stamped into it. An upside down faceted diamond. That's all that's on him? All that you can find in the space of time. I don't think we have time to search the rest of them. And they look like grunts anyway, so I'm not going to worry too terribly much about it because we don't have the time. Mm-hmm. I tell you the plan really quick mm-hmm. in in Sylvan. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we're going to get the door, like we're going to get the horses, go into an alley, put them in. I'm going to go in. You take the doorknob, fly as far east as you can. Of course. So, and I hand you the bag to, to get the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the board. Yeah. Okay. So we did that. Okay. So you get in the house, you take the doorknob and fly off. Mm-hmm. But what I do, I like dramatically rip my cloak away. You're so cute. Like Shiva in Final Fantasy X. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then you fly. Yeah. I don't think you need to fly. I'll just get clear of the city. I'm going as fast as I can before I, like, before I get tired. Like the equivalent of like a sprint, but flying. Yeah. What time is it right now? It's about nine. Nine? In the evening. Jerathon? Yep. Is he asleep? No. Jareth? Yeah? Hey, I need a really quick favor. What's up? Um, I need you to go to Talden and tell them to come here. Oh, uh, okay. Like, I need to speak to them right now. It's nothing nothing too terribly urgent, but... It's urgent. It's urgent, but nothing's wrong. Oh, okay. I'll, uh, I'll go get them. Thanks. Appreciate it. Jareth goes. Celine, mm-hmm. as you are flying out of the city, up and over the outer wall... You hear a whistling past your ear. <gasps> you have a thing. You have a thing. You have uh, anti, a thing. anti-shot. You whatever. have anti-shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you get a plus two bonus to all ranged attacks okay. that aren't magical. Yep. Okay. One just whips past your ear. Another one instinct, like you feel the shield on your arm kind of like dragging you and you instinctively turn around and another bolt just catches right on the shield. Oof. But as you, Thank you you're sort of you're sort of like doing a barrel roll in the mm-hmm. sky while doing this. And as you come back around, you feel a sharp, searing pain as one hits you right between the shoulder blades. Oh! And you go down, tumbling into the sand. I need you to make a deck save. Deck save. Mm, I have luck. Should I use it? Yes. Okay. That's worse. I have more luck. Oh my god. Use something else. Okay, I have one luck point left. One luck point left. Inspiration. Oh my god. Why? 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 Okay. Alright. What is that? It's two digits. It's ten. So, dex? Mm hmm. Um, eleven. And that's the best I can do. Blowing everything. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Feywild West, presented by Let's Be Legendary Podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to leave us a rating and a review, or maybe send a tweet about today's episode. Every little bit helps. Speaking of social media, you can find the links to all of ours at letsbelegendarypodcast.com or in the show notes. 
If you're into community, we've built up a pretty awesome one on Discord. You can find a link to that too in the show notes and on our website. If you want to go a step further, consider supporting us on Patreon. All episodes get posted there early, as well as extra series to follow, like Bonus Round and The Shadow of Ravenloft. Link is also in the show notes and website. Talia Argent Grey is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent Grey is played by Megzi Sass Council. The Queen of Night and Magic is Jess Richards, and our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Audio producer and writer is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Lead writer, editor, and audio producer is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Assistant audio mixer, social media, and community manager is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And executive producer, creative director, audio mixer, social media, and community manager is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects can be found in the show notes. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit S. Brar and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks for listening, and stay legendary!